0: Hi, I'm Claudia, and you're listening to The Brain and Brand Show, where you'll hear science and inspiration from guests like neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swartz. Hey guys, welcome to The Brain and Brand Show. I'm Timothy Maurice. I'm so excited to bring you this episode, an episode that could radically alter how you see your ability to influence others in a very unique way. In this short but power-packed listen... You'll hear why people want to eat you, and why if you want to be successful and operate at an elite level, you'll want to serve yourself. I want to share up front that this episode may not be suitable for children, so please listen alone or while wearing a headphone. If you follow this show regularly, thank you. Your support means everything to me. Here's a list of thought-provoking statements to consider as we get into this. Heartbreak and food poisoning trigger similar regions of the brain. Ever looked at a baby that was so cute and said, You're so yummy I wish I could just eat you up. Have you ever performed oral sex on someone or wondered why many humans and other animals like bonobos enjoy this activity so immensely? What about religion? Religion. Why is it that across so many religions and cultures, there are ceremonies around drinking the blood or eating the body of the religion's God? In the Bible, for example, you're compelled to drink of Jesus' blood and eat his body through what's termed communion. In one African culture in the Sambia tribe in Papua New Guinea, boys drink the semen from other men in hopes of being transferred into more powerful men. Throughout the entire world, from Asia, Europe, and the Americas, you'll find existing practices where people have developed traditions of connecting with others by tasting the other person's bodily fluid. Do you think you're exempt from this? Well, if you kiss, think again. Have you ever just looked at someone you didn't like and said to yourself, You disgust me. You make me sick. These are just a few of the areas I'd like for you to think about as we go through this episode. Your behavior and body can offer nutrition to another person's brain, and it can make you the most human you will ever feel. But it can also be poisonous and disgusting and make you sick. And my goal in this show is to explain why and show you how to serve others in ways that give you a competitive advantage, inspiring people to want to keep coming back to you for more of your behavioral delicacy. Before I jump into the science and the three hacks on how to serve yourself at a high level and why you should consider your behavior as nutrition for others, consider this story about my sister. Recently, my sister phoned me to tell me she has a work colleague that she believes is making everyone in the office sick because of their attitude. So she asked me, could a person be infecting the office with their negativity? And I shared with her the science of how stress and negativity can be transferred from person to person to cause the breakdown of your immunity or your ability to fight disease. I explained to her that her work colleague, stress, can even disrupt her sleeping patterns due to the excessive release of stress chemicals. You see, these chemicals can restrict the flow of melatonin, which helps regulate your sleep patterns. Here's the thing, in a nutshell, I confirmed to my sister that yes, her asshole colleague is making her and her team sick. One of the terms for what my sister is experiencing is called cortisol contagion. Essentially, when her colleague walks into the office in a hyper-negative state, he or she will transfer stress onto the team and compromise their immune system's ability to work at an optimal level. Now, of course, you can protect yourself against this contagious effect, by building resilience, being mindful, eating healthy, exercising, remaining positive, and actively channeling the negative energy or reframing it into a more positive way. But this is very costly and it still has an effect on you. So try by all means to be in a better place or find support to turn the person's negative behavior around. So why am I telling you my sister's story? It's because my sister was behaviorally poisoned. The behavior she ate made her sick. The same way a chef can cause food poisoning by serving rotten seafood or outdated fruit influences your body in a similar toxic way. You may be asking, can the opposite occur? Can an incredibly positive person make you feel better? So while this answer may seem obvious, let's look at the science of why my sister's other colleagues the positive ones, can trigger mood-enhancing effects. Have you ever been to a restaurant that served incredible food with an amazing ambiance? The impact this experience had on you may have lasted for days. So what you're experiencing here is the neurochemical effects of positive people and the environments, and they are very real. And the boost you're getting is your body releasing a cocktail of brain and body-enhancing effects. So yes, you can feel better by being around positive people in a very real way. Our sensory brain helps us digest each other's energy as both a benefit or a deterrent. The brain smells, feels, tastes, and ultimately senses other people in order to know whether or not they can help you on this journey of survival. This is a stealth, powerful mechanism we're wired with. For example, when your brain is triggered that someone's behavior doesn't taste quite right, or something smells off, or fishy, or just doesn't feel like you should continue with them, this is a powerful mechanism you've been wired with to protect you and to enhance your life, giving you a better chance of thriving through the difficult terrain of life. You see, people can be very manipulative, but if something doesn't feel Sense tastes right, you can't trick that feeling. It goes much deeper into the gut. A feeling of disgust is trying to tell you that this person's behavior could lead to destructive consequences, even death, even on a sexual level. A disgusting smell helps you detect disease in order to keep you from being sick or worse, becoming pregnant by someone who could pass on disease. So when your gut is registering this, it's possible that your mind is too busy to pick it up on a conscious level. So that's what the purpose of your unconscious gut is for. So let's talk about how you serve people a refined, delectable meal of inspired behavior to help you get ahead in life. Your values are ingredients. Excellence tastes good. If you're late to a meeting and your colleague values time, this behavior will leave a negative taste in your mouth. Here's the fundamental principle. Creating an environment where people can thrive, even if challenging, is setting the table for people to enjoy their behavioral meal with you. Here are three of my personal hacks on how I ensure people enjoy eating what I serve. Number one, I make things easy for people. Even in emails, I state clearly up front what this mail is about and what's expected of them. I try to remove effort out of any engagement so that people will find pleasure where possible. Try to remove the friction, the tension and aggression where possible. Help people get into a flow with the work they're doing with you. Secondly, stress how others benefit. If you really want to taste good, make sure others feel the love flowing in them by seeing how they will be rewarded. I make myself a very low priority in the engagement while highlighting how others will be served. You see, the brain is an anticipation machine. People want to know how their future is going to benefit by what they're doing now. So help them anticipate that. Take them into the direction that they're already going instead of pulling them away from what they're naturally trying to do. And thirdly, one of my biggest hacks is this. I push people to their edge, but I make them feel equally safe. While pushing, I embrace their fears. So I demonstrate that I got your back as I push. Nothing tastes and feels better than discovering something about yourself, extending your boundaries, becoming more than you thought you could be. And if someone helps you do this, you're going to love eating what they serve. If you push and you continue to challenge them and they don't see the link between how they're growing and how they're benefiting, it could turn into poisonous effects. Guys, I hope this episode has been helpful. We are deeply wired to experience each other through the sense of taste and it goes so deep that when someone tastes you in a negative way, when you poison someone, it's damn near impossible to recover. Thank you for listening. Please share with someone you care about or someone you want to taste or someone you want to serve. Until next time.